0: Said for you. Uh, absolutely. May the good Lord be with you wherever you are this morning. You might be on the road. You might be on assignment as Ms. Young. And the assignment this morning is so important. We've sent her entire family. So uh, as we speak, uh, Alyssa, and Zach, Andrew, and Joanna are um, in transit. And uh, actually, we hope to hear from Alyssa, a little later this morning, as long as she doesn't disappear on us around 845. We should get a call. It's an important call. It's one of those calls that uh, everyone else likes to make and Gene doesn't like to hear because uh, it's it's a call. You're going to want to hear it because, all right, all right, let's get it out. Gene was wrong. Gene answered a question last week and uh, Alyssa, uh, she threw the flag. Try to wave it off. (laughs) And uh, he wasn't to be denied until a little later when our crack expert, Mr. Mark Basak, corrected uh, Gene and uh, agreed with Alyssa. So we'll we'll hear what the original question was. We'll hear what the egregious error was around 845. So you're probably going to want to stick for that. That's always fun. Uh, It doesn't happen often, so, you know, enjoy it while you can. Uh, So, for those of you tuning in for um, our team approach, uh, we'll have to, we'll have to. Well, I actually don't have to. That's why God invented the on-off switch. (laughs) You can head for the exits if you wish, but I promise you I will give you the very best that I have for the next hour and 53 minutes answering as many of your questions as I can, either by phone, by email, through our website, and happy to do so, offering you all of my 780 years of experience and uh, honored to do so. The um, reality is our radio show is the most relevant uh, financial show on radio today. It is absolutely the most relevant. I say that with complete confidence because, number one, we're doing our show live There's no one that's uh, ahead of the curve here. We are. uh, You're you're right. It's John. Just looked at me and went, "You don't look that alive. (laughs) Just uh, look a little rough this morning." Uh, Well, yeah, it's uh, challenging times. This is great stuff. Uh, When you get up at o dark thirty, do your workout, do all your uh, um, good health, um, uh, our, our rescue products, and all that kind of good stuff, then. Yeah, by well, the time you get to the show, <laughs> it's time for a nap. But that will have to wait. Happy to serve you. So if you have questions uh, if and, and you're just joining us, you're not quite sure how this works, I'm happy to uh, share with you that and right up until just before 10 o'clock, uh, we take your calls at 610-720-7900, 610 610- Seven two zero seventy nine hundred. We take your emails at gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. And we invite you to use uh, the miracles of modern technology and uh, access our show from goodness wherever you are able to uh, access the Internet. And uh, I just got the heads up that I have to be very, very careful what I say this morning. Because uh, Diane if that is her real name and Sue that that would be Dory's mom, uh, are on their way back from Pittsburgh. They were in a tax class. How exciting. (laughs) Two days of lectures on the tax code. Oh, (laughs) you want to talk about needing a nap? Ouch. But they enjoy it. Goodness gracious. And, uh, I know that, uh, uh, being in Pittsburgh was part of that. It was part of a plan because our, as many of you know, our middle daughter is at West Virginia university in Morgantown, uh, getting her PhD. We expect that'll happen in May. And then I'll have to call my, my daughter, Dr. Daughter. Actually, I call her sweetheart. So Dr. Sweetheart. So, um, she got to drive up and have dinner with them, and that was fantastic. So lots going on that that's fantastic. Uh, They're on their way in. Alyssa and her family are on her way out. Uh, Lots of folks on assignment this morning, all listening in, including you. And if you have questions for us, 610-720-7900, email gene at askmtm.com. And if you have access to the Internet, whether it's uh, California or up and down the eastern seaboard or the upper Midwest or wherever, Um, you may access our show. And uh, you do that by going to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, morethanmoneyonline.com, and hit the Listen Live button. It's a bright red button, kind of hard to miss. It appears magically every Saturday morning around this time and then disappears around 10 o'clock. And uh, if for some reason you end up missing some part of the show, we do... Uh, put it on podcast on our website and several hundred folks a week are listening in. So we send our very best to all of you as well. And for everyone listening on, on podcast, since uh, you're not getting us uh, live and in person, you don't have direct access, at least that, that moment by moment, you do still have access to us. You still do have the opportunity to interact and have your questions asked and answered. Use the ask gene button, uh, that's part of your uh, the website, and and make sure you reach out to us. We're happy to serve you. We answer every single email back to the sender. Now, interestingly enough, and and, and I, I say this um, out of respect to the 90% plus, 95% plus folks who are legitimately interested in getting good answers and uh, interact with us, uh, we have a wonderful team, an amazing team, of advisors who uh, connect with our emailers and our callers and folks who reach out to us, uh, and uh, are honored to serve them. And as um, is is our is our policy, all those consultations, all those initial consultations, whether it's a, a complete second opinion of your financial situation, maybe a uh, evaluation of your retirement plans, your social security plan, your life insurance or long-term care plans, your estate plans. All of those are available to you absolutely free. And not just free, free of pressure. There are no um, in, overt, uh, covert uh, pressures. Uh, you'll come in, you'll get as much information as we can possibly give you. And then uh, uh, proceeding is up to you. Is up to you. And as a matter of fact, lots of folks are um, kind of surprised to find that at the end of a consultation, there's not only not an invoice, there's not a a pressure there. There's simply an invitation if you wish to continue um, the conversation there. The uh, financial advisor involved is happy to do that for you. So, uh, gosh, morethanmoneyonline.com. Hit the listen live button. Gene at askmtm.com. And of course, you can go old school. Talk to uh, Don's little boy Johnny, who is uh, manning our phones this morning, Mister Sunshine. And we need Mister Sunshine this morning. Really gray out there. Uh, oh, dark thirties, tough enough. But then when the sun comes up and it and it, and it didn't, you expect the sun to come up, but it didn't. Yeah, you go. Phew, that's a tough one. Doesn't have to be. It's a tough morning uh, for. Some uh, of the uh, Blue Eagles' most loyal fans uh, as they uh, had a struggle um, without their starting quarterback and uh, gosh, up against the uh, Parkland team that was uh, obviously uh, determined uh, and reversing an early season uh, score. Uh, So we saw our Nazareth Blue Eagles uh, fall to Parkland last night. Great season. Uh, EPC South champs, uh, tremendous, uh, results on the field. And I should say I'm a little prejudiced, but I should say off the field as well, conducting themselves, um, as, as, um, fine young, uh, gentlemen and gosh, the entire football effort, the entire season is a, um, not, not just a football team effort, but a team effort, um, the number of cheerleaders that are there are staggering. God bless all of those young women and uh, young men. Uh, the the student section, fantastic. The band, the uh, the football team parents and, and the band parents, everybody uh, combined to make it a really um, dramatically impactful season. Uh, I want to thank all those uh, uh, who contributed. And um, it's been many, many years since I... Um, felt compelled, uh, and really did, uh, to follow a team so closely and 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 see so many games. And I was very proud to uh, to support the team. I still am very proud to support that team. So uh, God bless them all. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. A couple reminders, of course, Tuesday, uh, vote early, vote often. It's kind of the mantra that we're following this year. Uh, Lots of folks have uh, already voted. If I saw the number correctly, 1.4 million uh, ballots were requested for early uh, voting. Um, That's uh, uh, a record by far. Uh, It is being suggested that uh, 70% of those uh, are Democratic and that that does not portend well. Um, We shall see. We shall see. Um, Lots of folks are... Uh, very uh, committed in making calls one way or another. I know the current administration has made some rather bold predictions, almost as if they know what the outcome's going to be. Almost as if, well, anyway. So uh, election, um, uh, say um, your prayers, do your civic duty, and make sure you vote, and we'll go from there. Uh, Our More Than Money newsletter is on the streets so to speak, well, so pick that up, for goodness sakes. We're not about littering. In my head, that was much funnier. It's It kind of came out and, and went, <sighs> <laughs> oh, it was going to be an explosion. It was just a, <sighs> um, the newsletter has gotten a lot of response and I appreciate everyone who has responded. It is a call for a national day of prayer and uh, it's very different than most newsletters that we have sent out. If you receive our newsletters by email, you've already gotten yours, I'm, I'm certain. If you've not yet opened it, I would encourage you to open it. I would ask for your um, feedback, your response, your feelings, um, to join uh, so many folks who have already given me feedback, and I, I am very pleased to say that it is 99% positive. Yeah, we've had a couple comments that were basically... Let's see, how would I summarize it? Hey, Gene, put a cork in it. Yeah, that's how I would summarize it. And uh, as is true of so many things in life, that ain't likely. So, uh, goodness. Uh, The unsubscribe button still works. (laughs) It still works. Uh, Happy uh, to share my thoughts with you, and I, I hope that you will consider them carefully and see where we can go. With that, tonight, uh, before you go to bed, change your clocks, push them back an extra hour of sleep. Ooh, that's a gift. Absolutely wonderful. Um, the Phillies, I think are, I think they play tonight, tonight and tomorrow. So uh, with any luck at all, two more games left in the series. Uh, they have shocked the Houston Astros a couple times, and uh, they, they've been shocked a couple of times. So um, goodness. Uh, show your support. Uh, this is uh, the, the Valley is a hotbed of uh, Philly support. So um, do all that you can. Uh, scream at the TV as loud as you can uh, to see if we can uh, bring that championship back to Philly. Gosh, uh, with the way the Eagles are playing 8-0 and for the first time in their history, uh, that's pretty impressive as well. Um, goodness. Um, On the financial side, the markets were up nicely yesterday, and they did not start that way. There was some concern uh, about the announcement that we uh, gained 260,000-plus jobs uh, in the month of October. Of course, that's the preliminary number. All these numbers are subject to adjustment at some point in the future. But the fear was that that strength of job creation would cause the Fed to continue to raise rates at a much higher rate Um, Whether that is going to be a fact or not is yet to be seen. Um, But, of course, um, by the end of the day, cooler heads have prevailed and said, hey, wait a second. More jobs, more income, more spending, more corporate profits, higher values. Uh, You can be fearful of the future, but you've got to also be cognizant of the present of what's going on in reality. And in reality, the economy, uh, corporate uh, capitalism, in spite of what's going on in Washington, D.C., has done uh, quite well. 610-720-7900, 610-720-7900, gene at askmtm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. Of course, the icebreaker call is always very much appreciated, as is the icebreaker email. So as you are gearing up to make your call. I will go to, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Goodness. Uh, I'll, I'll read it. I glanced at it. I'm not clear that I'm going to go way out on a limb on this one. I'm writing on behalf of an elder, elderly family friend who has asked for my help in formalizing her final arrangements. She currently lives in New Jersey but also has an apartment in uh, the United Kingdom Her husband had a will, which has not been updated since his passing a few years ago. My best guess is that she probably has quite a bit in savings and investments, which I also intend to assist her in getting organized by investigating options for her. Uh, She's looking for an executor, but I believe she'll need that in addition to a new will or wills covering both U.S. and U.K. uh, jurisdictions. Uh, She specifically mentioned your firm to me since she's been watching Gene on Channel 39. Well, that's very Very nice indeed. It's a scenario in which you can assist. I'm pleased to discuss further in person. The answer is uh, yes. Um, We have had um, a number of international estate issues uh, arise over recent years. Uh, They are challenging. Uh, They are challenging. But the way you start, particularly when she is a resident of New Jersey, uh, is to uh, sit with a trusted, experienced estate attorney um, licensed in the state of New Jersey, uh, making sure that you're dealing with someone who is uh, most familiar, absolutely familiar uh, with the estate laws of the state of her residence. And I'm making the, the broad assumption it may not be true. I'm making the broad assumption she is a resident, of New Jersey, and that she will be uh, governed by those uh, estate laws of that state. Uh, Starting with an attorney that you trust will be able to determine that in pretty short order. Extending the issue to international assets is not as complicated as it might first appear. Um, Most uh, qualified attorneys will also have access to uh, information uh, um, about how to handle... Uh, assets that are international. Many, uh, millions of Americans have assets that are held outside the country. Some um, quite knowledgeably. Hey, I know that. I have an apartment in the U.K. Others inadvertently. Hey, I bought into some stocks that are actually uh, um, uh, what uh, located uh, their, their uh, home uh, base is actually international um, or timeshares international, etc. So. Handling those kinds of challenges is not something that will be uncomfortable for an experienced attorney. So you start there and, uh, gosh, um, go forth and uh, and let us know how you make out. 610-720-7900. we got line one. We talked to Gary. Gary, good morning. Hey, good
1: morning. Uh, show's great so far, as usual. Uh, I wanted to give you and the, and the group uh, uh, an update on Folds of Honor. We had our last uh, Folds of Honor golf outing fundraiser yesterday, and we were really happy and proud to announce that we've expanded the mission nationally of Folds of Honor. For those who don't know, who missed all the Radiothon week, uh, Folds of Honor exists to provide scholarships to the family members, the widows, the spouses, and children of fallen heroes and severely disabled uh veterans it now has expanded to include that same uh series of losses for first responders so we announced that yesterday had a great response from our 150 people playing golf with us yesterday and i just wanted to share that with people If that is your family situation uh folds of honor is here to uh help you if you are eligible
0: Gary, that's a, a great uh, announcement to make. Uh, we had heard kind of whispering down the alley that that might happen. And uh, as uh, always, we're very proud at MTM and More Than Money to be uh, partners with uh, Folds. And uh, um, your, your support personally and uh, Beth and the entire team has uh, helped us go from uh, a situation just a few years ago where folks had never heard of Folds of Honor to now where we're making tremendous impact, not just nationally, but locally as well, Um, radiothon, golf tournaments, and scholarships that benefit um, the families uh, right here in in, uh, eastern Pennsylvania and New Jersey. So, Gary, thanks very much for the announcement, and thanks very much for for all that you do for Folds of Honor.
1: Gee, let me add one thing. As as year-end tax uh, contributions, tax-related contributions uh, come into people's minds, Folds of Honor uh, locally, in eastern Pennsylvania, New Jersey, is a, an approved United Way uh, charity. So if you choose to support your giving through United Way, and if your employer or previous employer for those retirees um, supports matching gifts, we would love to have Folds of Honor designated on your United Way contributions or your personal contributions.
0: Excellent so with
1: tips. That, uh, Share that with your clients. Thank, thank you, you, sir. Thank have you, you so day. much.
0: You take care. 610 720 7900. We go back to the phones. We talk to Henry. Henry, good morning. Hello. Yes, good morning.
2: Yes, I have a question for you, Jean. My wife will be turning 65 in February. She's going to continue to be working full time and getting benefits, but I've been told by somebody. That she must register or somehow contact Social Security Administration, otherwise there'll be some type of penalty when she eventually does go on Medicaid. Is that the case?
0: Yeah, uh, the answer is kind of. Uh, the The uh, program that she's um, connected to, or will need to be connected to, is Medicare. Um, Medicaid is a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Medicare. I'm sorry. Yeah, not that, Medicaid. That, yes, yeah. that, that, that,
0: that's okay. Uh, so we're 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 looking at the Medicare requirements and Medicare requirements allow for folks who continue to be employed. Uh, as long as they're at a company that provides uh, benefits for uh, more than 25 employees, uh, they can opt out of um, part A um, because they have that coverage and and they can continue on that coverage for quite some time. Now there are, it's obviously circumstances where folks are employed by smaller companies, and then the rules are quite different, and you, you must enroll in Medicare uh, at age 65, and then your uh, medical coverage uh, from your employer, if any, becomes your secondary plan. So, okay, no,
2: I was going to say they have over 100 employees where she works, then, so that, then she that should, shouldn't be an issue
0: then. It, it absolutely should not be an issue. I would strongly suggest that she also be directly in touch with her benefits, Uh, coordinator at her employer to confirm um, that that is exactly the case um, and that she is comfortable, that she's uh, confident that she's got the coverage that she needs without any risk of um, being penalized in the future. And ultimately, of course, if the question still is uh, is not crystal clear, uh, just reach out to our office. Uh, Mark Basak in our office is our not just our Social Security, but our Medicare partner, and he'll be able okay. to. Because
2: our plan is I'll be 63. I get my benefits through her. She's going to continue to work until 67. I'll be 65. Then we can move over to Medicare at that point.
0: I, I think that will likely work out very well. Thank you so very much for the call. 610-720-7900. you think we have time for this call? Should, yeah, go right, Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. Um, we go to the phones. We talk to Steve. Steve, good morning.
1: Good morning. I have a question about demographics. Basically, the boomers like you and I are going to be retiring in the next couple of years. and The millennials will be taking over, and they're a much smaller group. Um, basically, they won't be buying as many homes, cars. Will that shrink the economy? Not to mention the workforce. We already have a 400000 deficit right now. I think we're going to go to like a million by twenty thirty four. Will that cause wages to go up? Because it's a smaller pool of workers, and how will that affect the markets?
0: Yeah, it's a very good set of questions and in uh, <clears throat> very short form. Um, yeah, it's going to have an impact. Is it going to have a serious negative impact? That's a very different question, and and part of that will become uh, an issue around immigration in 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 our world, legal immigration. Uh, There has been uh, reluctance on the part of lots of folks in the federal government to address both sides of the immigration question, both the illegal millions of people pouring through the border with no vetting whatsoever and legal, where we have millions of people with tremendous skills that could add to our economy and the growth of America dramatically who are being prevented from coming into the country. So your concerns are interesting. They have been expressed for many, many years, and so far, we're okay. And by the way, it's not 400,000 jobs waiting to be filled. It's 10 million jobs waiting to be filled. There's a lot going on here, to unpack. Steve, thanks very much for the question. We appreciate it. That music says it, we gotta go to our first break. And if you wanna have some real fun around 845 stick around for gene to eat crow on more than money. To cut this out, we're gonna we're we're gonna have to go back to boring bumper music. <laughs> it's just, hey, we did it for decades. <laughs> Why do we have to make a change now? Welcome back. You've got more than money. You've got Gene Dickis your host. You, <laughs> we are flying solo this morning as the entire young family is on assignment and uh, carrying out their assignment duties flawlessly. I am certain. Um, well, I'll, I'll be more certain in about 10 minutes when Alyssa calls the, <clears throat> yes, there's egg on my face, which, um, actually with a little bit of Tabasco sauce, not bad, not bad at all. So, um, Jean made an error, error, uh, last week, uh, answered a question in error. We're going to fix that this week. It doesn't happen often. So we're kind of celebrating the event, um, Alyssa being on assignment, it's, it's a little inconvenient for her to call in. And I said, You know, if you don't have to, no, 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 I want to, it, it'll be okay. I'm absolutely fine. I, it's, everybody wants to hang the guy out to dry. Well, okay. Okay, I'm a big guy. I can handle it. Well, I'm a much smaller guy than I was at the first of the year, but I'm still a big guy. I can handle it. 610-720-7900. We had several excellent calls to start the show in our first segment. Let's see if our second segment can, uh, can keep up the pace. 610-720-7900. You can send only me your email. You can send Alyssa your emails if you want. She'll probably be checking them all morning anyway. But if you wish me to answer your email on air, gene at askmtm.com, G-E-N-E, and, of course, if you're further afield and you wish to connect with our show by the Internet, all you do is go to our morethanmoneyonline.com website, and you're connected as lots of folks are this morning, coast to coast, west coast, up and down the east coast, upper middle, upper, upper Midwest. We're, we're, we've confirmed listeners in all those areas, and I suspect there are folks listening and many, many others I absolutely know there are some folks listening in cars this morning because uh, Diane, if that is her real name, and Sue are on their way back from Pittsburgh from uh, tax class, and uh, they're listening in. Thank you so very much. Alyssa and uh, the entire Young family on assignment, they're listening in. So hopefully, hopefully you're listening in as well. If you've got questions, 610-720-7900, 610 one of our most loyal listeners, says, staying on the subject of MTM Charitable Events, folds of honor. Last year, in the first or second week of December, you had Chanta Claus. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> At our world headquarters, the MTM world headquarters, if I remember correctly. My memory fails me as to which event that was, but is there a plan for that again? Blessings, thank you. Thank you, Steve. And Steve's listening on iHeartMedia, indeed. Uh, indeed, uh, December 3rd. Uh, circle the date. Wow. Wait a second. What's today? The 5th. This is crazy. This year has gone in a blink. So four weeks, less than, uh, less than a full month, but four weeks uh, from today, we'll be hosting our More Than Money um, uh, radio show live in our More Than Money world headquarters. Uh, several years ago, kind of starting with the pandemic, we we went away from the "Hey, come on over and hang out and and uh, drink and you know stuff" to wait a second. Uh, it's the holidays, so we have Santa Claus, we have elves, uh, we have uh, a, a fundraiser um, effort for the Children's Home of Easton, uh, a organization we started supporting a number of years ago. Uh, last year, oof, gosh, between the Radiothon and and our events uh, and our support, we raised a ton of money, hopefully uh, exceeding that this year. I had uh, the experience last year for the very first time of attending the uh, Christmas party at the children's home. Holy cow. Holy cow. Uh, I actually called my wife from uh, the event and said, I'm looking at a little boy and his sister and I'm bringing them home. And oof, my heart just filled right up. Ah, The director of the home um, reeled me in pretty quickly and said, those uh, young ones have already been spoken for and they are being adopted and their adoptive parents are here and they're being cared for and they're being loved. And you could see it. Oh my gosh. Just, um, gosh, just bringing back the memory uh, is enough to fill my heart. So, uh, hopefully, uh, you will join us. We do the uh, the drive around. We do. Uh, you uh, get to wave at Gene and and Alyssa doing a live show. Uh, you get to uh, be greeted by Santa Claus. A uh, little gift. Little little uh, holiday cheer. Hmm. Rah rah. No, that's not it. that's not what I meant. No. Well, there there should be some pom poms there, but that sounds like a personal problem for Mark. So anyway, uh, bottom line is we want you to be there. We'll be uh, broadcasting live from 8 to 10. We'll uh, be greeting folks from 8 to uh, 1130 and accepting your donations. And you are incredibly generous. We are accepting your donations to the Children's Home of Easton. You can certainly uh, uh, contribute cash, checks, work as well. I don't know that we're going to be doing credit cards on site. I don't know that. I'll bet the girls can figure that out because they're really smart. They're much smarter than the guys. Hmm. Well, we'll figure that out. Steve, thank you for reminding me. I should have been announcing that. Gosh, our time. Thanksgiving is going to be what? Uh, tomorrow, right? It's, I mean, it's... Uh, and by the way, if, um, if you haven't already experienced the joy that is trying to find a turkey... Uh, good luck with that. Uh, the Jandle website had no turkeys available until, I think, last Friday. I mean, it's it's very, very challenging. Uh, I wish you great success. Um, me personally, I'm just as happy with a ham, <laughs> but, but that's just me. 610-720-7900, gene at askmtm.com more than money, Remember to vote on when on Tuesday, don't vote on Wednesday on Tuesday. Uh, if you have not yet opened your email with our newsletter, uh, please do that. Your feedback would be very much appreciated. If you're uh, receiving your, your newsletters by uh, snail mail, you should have those just after the first of the year. Alyssa is on assignment. She'll be calling in momentarily to kick my butt. A jobs report yesterday was quite good, 260,000-plus jobs created in October. Uh, the markets initially eh, not that happy, and then they went, wait a second, we really are. The Dow finished up over 400 points. Uh, change your clocks tonight. Drop them back an hour. Give yourself an extra hour, and uh, congratulations to the uh, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, uh, undefeated, undefeated at 8-0, and and congratulations to the Nazareth Blue Eagles on a fine, fine season um, and um, showing great um, um, commitment, great, great commitment, both uh, on the field and off. Uh, congratulations to all those folks um, that not only played on the field, but supported them throughout. And, of course, the Phillies. The Phillies. Go, Phills. Uh, 610-720-7900. Gentleman writes, can A, will be too simple. I'm a divorced male. Uh, my ex has passed away. I have two daughters. Uh, I have a life partner, uh, to whom I'd like to leave my estate equally divided in three parts. They're already listed as equal beneficiaries on my IRA and 401k plans and shown as POD on some of uh, my e-bonds. My only other assets are a house with no mortgage and a stock portfolio. Um, substantial stock portfolio will problems ensue if i make a will that says divide everything by three uh thanks in advance for your help enjoy your show keep it up well thank you very much you're very very kind um can a will be too simple um yeah i'm sure yeah i'm sure uh for example um the um Uh, and I have to use simple numbers because it's Saturday and I don't want to give myself a migraine. So let's, let's say your estate is 3 million bucks. So each daughter gets a million and, and your non-spouse life partner gets a million. There will be Pennsylvania inheritance taxes. Four and a half percent on the amounts going to your daughter's. And I think it's 15% going to your life partner. So if you simply say divide by three, there, there are potentially going to be some really uh, unequal kind of results in that your daughter's portions will be taxed at a much lower rate than the portion going to your life partner. So uh, again, using 3 million, very rough numbers, 50 grand a piece for the girls. That's 100 grand, 150 grand for um, your significant other. That's 250. If we subtra- make it 300, subtract 300 from 3 million, you got 2.7 million. Everybody gets uh, nine, 900 grand. Yeah, your daughters got kind of ripped off there because they should have gotten 950. See you. See my point. I hope. I hope. Obviously. Obviously. Hmm. Yeah. Never. This has never been said on our show. You must consult with a trusted, experienced estate attorney. You must. Your estate is significant. Your directions. Your your intentions are very clear. Can they? Can your documents be pretty darn reasonably simple? To answer, sure. But should they be overly simple to answers? No, they should be simple up to the point where they don't, uh, where that where simple doesn't work. Um, and let me give you an example of where, in your mind, simple is: hey, just to whom it may concern, divide everything by three and write a check. W- what if you lose your health prior to passing away? That's a medical health directive. It's not a simple document, but it's a necessary document. What if you lose your capacity to handle your own um, financial affairs before you pass away? That's a power of attorney. Is that your life partner? Is that your daughter? Is that some combination? Is that somebody else completely? So please don't um, oversimplify. The number of dollars is su- substantial. That's that's not what makes it complicated, necessarily complicated. Uh, what makes it complicated uh, might very well be the tax laws and the other pieces of your financial future that may um, may or may not go very smoothly. May or may not go very smoothly. 610-720-7900. Gene at AskMTM.com. More than MoneyOnline.com. One of the more interesting things that I find is how often regulators who uh, take a look at our show, uh, take a look at our More Than Money uh, World Headquarters, take a look at our uh, MTM Financial Group activities, and uh, they are surprised, surprised at how many questions that we answer that are not investment questions, Uh, how many questions that are not uh, necessarily – What's the word? Uh, how do I make the most money? Uh, a tremendous percentage of our questions uh, are uh, simply, uh, how do I take care of the people I love? Uh, that, that's the undercurrent in so many ways, in so many different areas. Uh, and, uh, and it speaks so very well of, uh, of our audience. They're just, they're far more concerned about taking care of people they love. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred is the number we probably should have changed for this next call, but here we go. I welcome to uh, more than money uh, a young lady, Alyssa. Alyssa, good morning.
3: Good morning, Gene. How you doing? Uh,
0: Hanging in there by yourself? Uh, it it's a little lonely. I mean,
3: yeah. uh,
0: Dawn's little boy Johnny's here with me, and uh,
3: mm-hmm. he's
0: getting a little choked up right now. So. And uh, he's <laughs> he's he's leaning into the water bottle, but I haven't tested the water bottle yet to see if it truly is water. If you know what I mean. Mm, yeah, that's,
3: that's you, definitely.
0: You've yeah. been there. You've seen you. <laughs> so welcome, and uh, gosh, you're you're en route as we speak, I believe. Yes, we
3: are headed to Haven University. Um, our number nine was invited to a game as one of the recruits today. So we're really excited to check it out and meet the coaches. And um, I'm sorry I couldn't be there with you this morning, but definitely an opportunity I didn't want to miss out on. So here we go. <laughs>
0: uh, we are uh, deeply committed, uh, both uh, on our radio show and our More Than Money World Headquarters, uh, to uh, some basic values, uh, kind of like, hey, shouldn't family come first? And, and the answer <laughs> is, oh heck yes! Especially when you've got a great family as as you do. Um, Thank you. Uh, I understand that the uh, this young man uh, rolled an ankle last night. How is he feeling this morning?
3: Uh, he's a little stiff. It was a little swollen, but not, not too bad. He said it, it hurt real bad when it happened. Uh, he felt the pop. Some kids landed on it, and. Um, you know, as I told you, he, he got into the tent, got it taped up, and couldn't wait to get back on the field. So he felt pretty good last night, but then as, you know, you're immobile and it stiffens, that's when it gets sore again. So I of think um, with some ibuprofen and a little bit of movement, it'll loosen up and he'll be he'll be all right. It doesn't look bad um, and certainly not, you know, a long-term problem. He'll just, you know, take a couple of days to, to heal up.
0: Very good. And, of course, um, Nazareth, as we've noted many times, has a uh, trainer on the sidelines who does a fantastic job making sure right. that everything's just the way it should be. That's
3: right. They took care of him, and uh, he'll be okay.
0: Now, speaking of taking care of things, uh, the audience uh, waiting with bated breath uh, <laughs> for Alyssa to, uh, to uh, uh, acknowledge the egg on Gene's face. Allowing Jean to eat crow. Last week we had a call. Do you want to describe the call and, and then where Jean went horribly off the rails?
3: Sure. Now, I don't remember the gentleman's name. I, I want to say it was David, but I'm not 100% sure. But this man who called us last week said that he is 70 years old and his wife is 62. And he was asking about starting her social security benefit. And you got excited and told him that they might be able to start collecting money much sooner than he thought um, because he she could start collecting her spousal benefit before she starts her own retirement benefit. And uh, this is one of those complicated, confusing Social Security issues. There's so many different rules and opportunities between spouses and divorcees and survivor benefits and disabled um, children benefits and all. There's so many um, options people have. And so, hey, I'll give you you a pass. But you were wrong, unfortunately. um, This man's wife can't start her spousal benefit before she's collecting her own retirement benefit. The way it works is she would have to start collecting on her own record And then the spousal benefit could increase her benefit if hers is less than half of her husband's larger Social Security benefit. You can't start it independently. You can use it to boost your own if your spouse collects more.
0: And if I understand correctly, once we got this clarified, our good friend and our Social Security (laughs) expert partner, uh, Mark Basak, had... A little snarky comment to make about yours truly.
3: He he did. Uh, Mark's comment was, "I thought I trained him better." <laughs>
0: well, okay, okay. Dog piling. Uh, Andrew knows how this feels. You get hit, and then three or four other guys jump on top. Okay, all right, I got it. <laughs> Ah uh, goodness! Yeah. Uh, this is uh, this is not a, a common occurrence, but it happens. And what's mm-hmm. most important, I, 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 we we lay claim to being the most relevant uh, financial show on radio today. We proudly make that claim. Uh, I also uh, I think that we are uh, the the least egocentric uh, radio show uh, available today. There are too many uh, hosts, both on radio and TV, on the financial side that are, it's all about me, look at me, look at me. And the reality is, it's not about me. It's about our clients, it's about our audience, it's about getting the answers right. And if it means that Gene eats a little crow, has a little egg on his face, that's a small price to pay. And how (laughs) valuable, how tremendously lucky are we blessed to have a gentleman that has so much information that we can make sure that our clients and our audience are getting the right answers uh, as every single time.
3: Uh, It's it's a wonderful feeling to know that we have Mark and he is not only reliable and accurate and knowledgeable, he's also so responsive. So I think the day I sent him this to clarify, I said to him, you know, I don't feel good about the answer we gave, and I want to run this past you. I had also sent him, I think, two other emails within uh, 30 minutes. I, I had, like, three different things for him, and boom, boom, boom. Each one he addressed clearly, quickly, and it's, he's so helpful. So I'm really um, happy that we have him as a resource to help all of our clients and all the listeners of the show um, because as we have... Um it's not a simple, straightforward thing. You need somebody who knows the ins and outs to uh, be able to help every single person's unique uh, situation.
0: Well said. Well said indeed. Please uh, give my best to the entire young family. You are all on assignment. You're all on more than money assignment today. And uh, (laughs) my, uh, my assignment to, to you all is to uh, enjoy the game that you see learn a lot about Lockhaven, and then tell Andrew to pick a college much closer to home.
3: Okay. <laughs> I will tell him. Hey, We all want to thank you for your support of Andrew and the team this season. It was fun having you in the stands with us. and Also, all of the, the listeners I, I, and my clients, um, I, I'm really grateful for all of the people who have been watching for, are watching him and rooting for him. Uh, all season. I can't tell you how many emails I've gotten and even people who are in the office stopping by my desk to say that they've been watching him on TV or reading about him in the newspaper. And it's been really fun and we're um, we're thankful and we're blessed. So I appreciate it very much.
0: Fantastic. Be safe and uh, return to us in one piece and uh, we'll, we'll talk to it. you shortly.
3: Okay. Thanks a lot, Gene.
0: Thanks, Alyssa. Ah, that's a wonderful young lady. And we are indeed uh, blessed to have Mark Basak on our team. We're blessed to have Alyssa Young on our team. Uh, we are, um, in that rare, uh, circumstance as a company where, uh, we have assembled and some would say they've all been sent to us. Um, I, I would agree with that second assessment. They've all been sent to us. We've, uh, We've come together as a team with just wonderful, wonderful people, diverse personalities indeed, but all with hearts that go on uh, at the size of Montana. Just fantastic. So um, thanks for calling in. Thanks for being reasonably gentle. Mm -hmm. Reasonably. That's great. Uh, Right, right. This moment, uh, not really sure exactly where they might be. Of course, uh, if Diane wants to text me and let me know geographically where they are, uh, Diane, if that is her real name, and Sue um, traveling back. Um, they're chortling right now. Oh, he was wrong. Oof, that's so good. Yeah, they always take shots at the guy on top. Just remember. Just remember. 610 720 Did I see a two there, sir? A young lady writes, Gene uh, made a reference on a show to a direct descendant relative to Pennsylvania inheritance tax. My husband, a Florida resident of 20 years, died in Florida in 1998. I returned to Pennsylvania. His son, by an earlier marriage, is also a Florida resident. Um, oh, he died in 2019. His wife, my stepdaughter in law, still lives in Florida. As my late husband and I agreed, she is named beneficiary of my trust and will receive 25% of my estate. As a Florida resident, will she owe Pennsylvania estate tax? Yes. Will Pennsylvania consider her as my direct descendant? No. Uh, and the direct descendant uh, uh, rate, 4.5%, will not apply. So uh, in the absence of anything that uh, would would alter those facts, um it's going to be a little more taxing to be one of your beneficiaries. I see what I did there? Yeah, I see what I did there. 610-720-7900. Gene at AskMTM.com. MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. When we come back, we're answering your questions, your emails, right after this on More Than Money. And like a in the middle of the night. See the light No, I couldn't see
3: the light
0: got folks that we care about on roads f- far and wide this morning. So, yes, we pray for all of you that you are safe and the good Lord be with you. We pray for uh, safe travels for uh, Alyssa and her entire family as they're heading west. We pray for safe travels for Diane, if that is her real name, and Sue as they're on the turnpike coming east. And uh, goodness, goodness. Uh, And for all of you, for all of you, we are uh, so very blessed and uh, thankful that you are uh, part of our audience, part of our family. And if we may serve you in any way whatsoever, please let us know. Send me an email, gene at askmtm.com, G-E-N-E at askmtm.com. Go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. And uh, we're just fixing one little thing on the phones. So give us about five minutes. And if you'd like to call, call 610 720 610 720 Let me make sure I'm back in the right spot. And yes, I am. So email we just received. Good day. Thank you. Good day to you, sir. I'm 65. I'm retired. We uh, 200,000 in the bank collecting social security and my pension uh, between my wife and I, our monthly income is $5,000. What can I do with $200,000? Yeah, bless you. I, I would, I'm asking uh, for you to reconnect, re-email me and give me just a little more information. The most critical piece of information that I would need is I get that your income is 5,000 a month. What are your expenses? What's your budget? What's your monthly need? What must you have so that you can pay your bills and you're happy and healthy? Um, because if it's 5000 or less, then my answer is going to be very different than if it's 5000 or more. I'm, I'm going to give you some ideas. Uh, I can't... Uh, I can't confidently tell you that any of these are going to fit because I don't have enough information, but I can give everybody listening some ideas around the generic, uh, the general question of, uh, hey, I've got a bunch of money sitting, not doing very much. What are the alternatives? So so we're going to talk about that here just momentarily. I've got a couple of things that I want to catch up on before we go that direction, but that's. Uh, If this gentleman has the chance and can um, circle back, um, that might help my answer. So I'm going to I'm going to do some housekeeping first and then uh, we'll circle back. Election is Tuesday. Please vote. Please vote. Please vote. Uh, There's a lot of folks who are uh, cocky and confident that uh, this election will go the way they want it to go. Uh, I'm not happy about that. I want it to go the way you want it to go. I want it to go the way the American people want it to go. So please vote, if uh, if at all possible. Uh, our newsletter is uh, is uh, on the streets, so to speak. Uh, emails have already been sent out. If you have gotten it, and haven't opened it, please open it. Let me know what you think. It's a little different than our typical e uh, uh, newsletters and. Uh, Uh, We've gotten good response. A couple folks uh, not that happy, Um, but that's that's to be expected. That's to be expected. Um, Jobs report, 260,000-plus jobs in October. Very, very good. The markets ended up yesterday up nicely. Um, Change your clocks tonight. Make sure you drop back so that you're not uh, thinking it's uh, 6 when it's really 5. Yeah, if you show up at church and there's nobody in the parking lot, you messed up. <laughs> you missed your your clocks. Goodness. And thank you to uh, Alyssa for calling in and and uh, and uh, shining the light on the egg on Gene's face on the occasion that he uh, gave bad intel uh, to a junk guy. And and I think she uh, I think she described it well. I got a little excited. Ooh, wouldn't that be great? Uh, it might still be. Might still be six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred gene and ask mtm.com. dot com more than money online dot com. Uh, fascinating. Wow. 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 OK, um, so gentleman uh, is 65. He and his wife are retired. Uh, they have uh, income of about five thousand a month. And uh, money in the bank, about 200000 earning, not very much. Well, let's start with uh, we don't need the income from this money. We just want it to either grow uh, safely or grow. Um, there are uh, a number of points on an investment spectrum uh, that you might uh, use some. Or all of this money. I doubt that you're going to want to use all this money. I, in my opinion, everyone needs cookie jar money, emergency fund money. And if you've got regular income as you do, that lessens the pressure on your emergency fund, but it doesn't go away. What if um, the heating system in your home needs to be replaced? What if the roof has damage? What if the car needs a new down payment on a new car. What if, what if? So you need to pick a number from your 200,000 that you're going to keep in the bank in spite of the fact that it doesn't pay you very much. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pick a number. I think it's high, but I'm going to pick a number and say it's $50,000. So now the question becomes, what do we do with 150000 Well, if you want to stay very, very conservative, there are some very interesting options now that were not available two years ago when the interest rates under the previous administration were much, much lower. Uh, <clears throat> number one, uh, there are some uh, money markets available through mutual funds that are currently paying between 2 and 2.5% two and a, a year. Uh, that may compare very favorably to what you're getting in the bank. And yet it is quite safe and um, very liquid. In addition, if you wanted to commit the money just a little bit longer, you could go to either a uh, uh, a CD of some form, a brokered CD perhaps, or a, uh, a short-term treasury. Uh, two-year treasuries right now paying just over four and a quarter percent. And some brokered CDs short term are paying uh, even higher rates than that. And for those of you who have not heard the term brokered CD, uh, it is um, now quite common that investment advisors, um, we use Charles Schwab as our platform uh, most, if what, 99% of the time. Just a sip. They offer an entire inventory of CDs that are being offered by banks all across the country. They are uh, uh, often uh, at rates much, much higher than you are getting in a local uh, bank. So um, brokered CDs might give you four and a half, might give you five. Um, Structured notes uh, are available as well. Um, they and short term again one or two year uh, maturities uh, again between five and a half and six percent uh, very common uh, rates of uh, of uh, income uh, and short term annuities are now available. There was a time when annuities are often were often gosh um, kind of short term annuities were seven years um, often we were seeing annuities at nine or 12-some egregious ones at 15 years. Now they are available at 2, 3, 4, 5-year, and many of those well above 4%. So lots of ways, lots of ways to get uh, income uh, and, and um, principal protection uh, either 100% guaranteed or largely guaranteed Uh, and get um, reasonable, modest, but reasonable rates of return. If uh, your uh, inclination at age 65 is, uh, wait a second, modest rates of return with inflation the way it is, probably not in my best interest. Maybe I need this money to grow. Maybe you do. And, And there are two primary investment platforms that you would look at. One is a traditional investment account where you can invest that 150000 in a wide range of investment options, some stocks, some bonds, some buffered ETFs, some short-term notes, perhaps some short-term treasuries, perhaps some commodities, uh, precious metals. Uh, that allocation can be designed, monitored, tweaked, and hopefully, hopefully not guaranteed, but hopefully, give you a higher rate of return over a very long period of time, long being five years minimum uh, over a long period of time. If you we're looking at, looking at this as a supplement to your retirement, many years in the future, pick 20 as an example at 85. Hey, I need some extra money for whatever reason. <clears throat> you would look at a rate of return, perhaps at six, perhaps at 7% average annual rate of return on the next uh, 20 years uh, with no guarantees, but with the opportunity to do that well, or maybe a bit better. Another alternative platform would be uh, a in variable annuity. Similar idea, um, breaking up your investments in many different pieces. Uh, currently, there are some very high-quality variable annuities uh, that allow you to do exactly that. Uh, hundreds of options to pick from, very high-quality, And the added advantage is tax deferral. You would not, if you don't plan on using this money, if your hope is that this is money you'll tuck away for 20 years, uh, that will be tax sheltered, tax deferred. You will pay no tax on the gains year by year until you begin to spend them 20 years out. Uh, Pros and cons, of course, there's pros and cons to everything. So be careful as you analyze each of these items. And keep in mind, um, you don't have to put all your eggs in one basket. If you've got $150,000, you might very well say, you know, uh, I'm keeping 50 in the bank. That's nice and safe. I would like the next 50 to be kind of one step up from that kind of safety. That might be a basket with uh, uh, some... uh, some uh, protected notes, some short-term uh, treasuries, some uh, brokered CDs, that kind of thing. And then I want 50,000 or so that's going to be uh, uh, long term, uh, maybe uh, develop some uh, some income that I can use down the road. That might be a variable annuity with a guaranteed uh, lifetime income rider. And then uh, maybe the last 50, hmm, let's rock and roll. Let's put it in something that's got a chance. To make some significantly high returns, all of those things are possible. So, very short question with a very long answer. Um, I was going to apologize, but I think actually it was absolutely necessary. And unfortunately, I didn't get I didn't get a um, a bounce back with any clarification. So, with any luck at all, that'll help. Then you look at all six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred gene and ask at dot com more than money online dot com. Gentleman, I believe. Yep. Gentleman writes, my wife and I have started uh, our first RMDs from our 401ks and our PPL ESOP plans. The transaction details for taking the money out of the account show the breakdown of the total RMD. Amount into categories such as before tax, employer contributions, after tax, uh, company match, and after tax. The breakdown of the payments details shows the information. It looks like it will appear on the ultimate 1099 R, shows gross amount, taxable amount, federal withholding, et cetera. The difference between the gross amount and the taxable amount is not the same as the after tax amount shown in the transaction breakdown. It is much less. Uh, I would have expected the taxable amount to be reduced by the after-tax amount. Am I missing something? I'd like to understand this as a follow-up is the existence of after-tax monies in the various types of accounts. undesirable. Does it lead to inflated yearly RMD amounts? If so, what are possible strategies for dealing with that if it were not involve a taxable amount? Thanks. I enjoy your show. Keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Okay. Okay. Not unusual, not unusual at all for uh, corporate plans, particularly 401ks and on occasion ESOPs to give the employee the option to have um, the traditional approach. I put money in my 401k. I get a tax deduction. I do not pay tax on the money I'm putting in. So as a result, when my RMDs arrive, I must take an RMD from that portion and pay tax. It is also not unusual that there be an option for uh, um, after-tax money. In some cases, it's a Roth option in the 401k. In other cases, many years ago particularly, there was an after-tax election where you could put the maximum amount in um, that the uh, law allowed for your 401k deduction, and then elect to put more in because you liked doing that 401k. You liked the investments that were available. So it is not unusual at all for a 401k, a retirement plan of various types to have um, within the same plan assets that are treated differently for tax purposes. Uh, In general, uh, there are no RMDs on after-tax money. In general. Uh, so if you are, uh, or if you're looking at your numbers and you feel that there has been either an error or that the particular plan is indeed including the after tax money in the RMD calculations, is there an option? Yep, you can pull those dollars out. Specifically, the, um, the after tax dollars can be pulled out. And put into a separate account, not not difficult at all. Uh, the money that you have in the 401k can be um, rolled to IRAs, separate IRAs, uh, standard IRA for a standard rollover. Um, after-tax money can go into an individual account. Roth 401ks can be separated into a Roth IRA. That will clean up this uh, concern immediately immediately because those dollars will be segregated Uh, the the concept of after-tax money versus um, uh, net proceeds from an RMD these are two different animals Uh, if I have a hundred thousand in the account and 20,000 of that is after tax it should have little or no effect on or, or connection to what happens to my RMD My RMD is roughly 4% of the $80,000 that is in the uh, pre-tax account that that is required to take RMDs. Uh, So $3,200. If I'm in the 20% tax bracket, um, that'll be approximately $640 of federal tax. Uh, State of Pennsylvania does not tax these withdrawals uh, and uh, your net check will be uh, what twenty five hundred ish? So, um, bottom line is, hey, I've got twenty thousand of after tax. Um, once they did the RMD, I've got 26, 25, 2600 net after tax. This doesn't seem to line up. No, it doesn't, and and it shouldn't. Or or in keeping with our vernacular, it shouldn't. It didn't, and it shouldn't. So um, I understand from your email that you're working with one of our very best in our More Than Money World headquarters. So follow his lead. I think you will be just fine. Complicated? Yeah. Challenging? Sure. Uh, it will be fine. 610 uh, 720 From one of our most loyal listeners, what are your thoughts on T-bills right now? Short-term 4% return risk-free is looking pretty good right now. I don't see any downside for idle funds. I would be hard-pressed to find downside myself. I would be hard-pressed. Now, uh, for some folks uh, who got their knickers in a twist about not being able to get on the um, Treasury Direct website and lock in their over 9% interest rate, over 9% on I-bonds, now, guaranteed for six months. That's a very short term. And then uh, those rates uh, can certainly drop. Actually, they've already dropped. And one of the reasons people got their knickers in a twist was because there was a deadline last week. And once uh, the I-bonds passed that deadline, the interest rate was adjusted lower, currently at 6.89%. And you know, well that, well, that stinks. Really? What a baby you are. What an absolute baby you are. Um, guaranteed two-year treasuries are at about 4.3, 4.4. You can get an I-bond direct from the treasury and get 6.89, but you're whining because it's not nine. It was nine. I should have gotten nine. I should have gone trick-or-treating, and I didn't do that either. English trick-or-treating. Please. Uh, bottom line, over 3 billion went into I-bonds just last week, just before the deadline. So lots of folks got through. Lots of folks committed a lot of money. But uh, to this gentleman's question, uh, risk-free 4% plus returns. If you are in a position where you have idle money, and idle money doesn't mean that you don't care about it. It just means that wherever it is right this minute, whether it's in your bank or your credit union or wherever, your interest rate is quite low and 4% plus would be much higher and has virtually no risk. The answer is yeah, that makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Indeed. Uh, what doesn't make sense? Yeah, I didn't get nine. So now I don't want to do anything. Yeah. Move it along, buddy. Moving Nothing more to be seen here. Move it along. Speaking of moving it along, I have been a uh, subscriber to many uh, financial magazines for many, many years. As many of you know, Money Magazine has gone the way of the West. There are just a handful left. Uh, Several business magazines are still left. Um, Many of them have adjusted their um, uh, publication schedules. Uh, One of uh, the magazines that I have subscribed to for the longest, um, two of them, as a matter of fact, have gone to quarterly uh, publication, many of them are doing some online stuff. So so things are not, uh, well, kind of like the Lehigh Valley, our local newspapers, not what they used to be. Not what they used to be. In fact, if my subscription to my local newspaper was even a few pennies higher than the nine bucks I'm paying per year for the e-subscription, I probably wouldn't do it. And part of my reluctance to do that is because they use their supposed uh, positions of authority to try to influence you, to try to tell you how you should be thinking. And when I do take, on rare occasion, the opportunity to go through some of the opinion pieces uh, in our local paper, yeah, I just click it off. Because there are so many people that are saying things that are just beyond stupid. The editor of Kiplinger, been around forever, and long-time respected magazine, um, is getting a lot of heat because they really are pushing ESG, environmental, uh, social, and governance investing. Really pushing it. And apparently he got an email from one subscriber, excellent, who said... Uh, I am canceling my subscription um, because um, the ESG movement has produced uh, a lack of transparency and a perverse system in which some companies no longer make decisions in the best interest of their shareholders or their clients, but instead they use their financial clout to push a social and political agenda sounds correct uh, Mark Solheim kind of a s- arrogant looking doof um, um, is very polite and and wonderfully understanding and ESG has become politicized and the heart of the struggle is over the fight over climate change although other social uh, issues get mixed in wow are you as dumb as a box of bricks about ESG other? social issues get mixed in, please. Um, the other social issues dominate. Uh, and goes on to report that the only real pushback um, was was when um, 21 Republican leaning state attorneys general uh, filed uh, protests about the ESG rules. And he goes on to say, um, uh, in conclusion, ESG represents a huge commitment of capital, And the prospects for growth are undeniable. Well, good. You finally got to the point where you simply fess up and say, here's what I believe, and this is why we're pushing it. But your subscriber, who is no longer a subscriber, was absolutely right. Corporations have a fiduciary responsibility. That's a very, very clearly legally defined responsibility to do what's in the best interest of their shareholders and their customers, not push political agendas that may or may not be in the best interests of their shareholders and their customers. Mr. Solheim, please. And you wonder why your subscription base has dropped like a rock off the cliff. Speaking like a rock off a cliff, we got to drop off here but just for a few moments, couple minutes, short break. When we return, 610-720-7900. Gene at AskMTM.com. MoreThanMoneyOnline.com for you. Back on More Than Money. Well played. Well played. Hard for a lot of folks to remember that there was a time when uh, Cher was the decidedly junior half of Sonny and Cher. And there were actually, when she uh, started her solo career, there were producers who said, "Eh, No, thanks. I just don't see it. I don't get it. And uh, by golly, yeah. Fifty years later they were right. Barely a career. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, you just gotta put the politics aside. Yes, I get it. I get it. She's got some ideas. If that's what you can call those. Uh anybody that's looking to share to give you your or Oprah. What is that crap? Uh her endorsement's gonna sway the Pennsylvania election. If it does, shame on Pennsylvania. Shame on Pennsylvania. Okay, 610-720-7900. Gene at askmtm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. Uh, Diane at Sue traveling. Uh, Alice and her family traveling. Lots of folks traveling. Please be safe out there. Um, and indeed, uh, turn your clocks back tonight. Vote on Tuesday. Read your newsletter that we sent out. If you get it by email, if you don't, yet receive our newsletter, send me an email, gene at askmtm.com, or sign up on our website, morethanmoneyonline.com. Uh, John's report was very, very good. Root on the Phillies uh, tonight and tomorrow night. I'm, I'm confident. I'm terrified, but I'm confident. Uh, root the Phillies on tonight and tomorrow night and uh, enjoy the fact that uh, October was a very good month uh for your investments in all likelihood. And uh you should be getting your statement uh if not already in a day or two and that might put a smile on your face. And Friday was a decent uh day, a very decent day in the market. So uh 610 Gene at askmtm.com. Uh hi Gene, thanks for all you do. Great. Question regarding structured notes. Uh, they mentioned one, uh, got it. Uh, they seem to be incredibly complicated and wondered if you have strong feelings about them one way or another. Do you feel these products offer better protection versus a buffered ETF? Maybe this is apples to oranges. It really isn't. Um, all right, let me see if I can help. Let's start with buffered ETFs, Uh, buffered ETFs, exchange traded funds. Uh, Typically uh, what they look at is the S and P 500, although they can use lots of different indices. Uh, But let's, let's just focus on the S and P 500 for the moment. And then they purchase options, purchase options on the S and P 500 index. And if, if, For example, one flavor of these buffered ETFs uh, provide protection for the investment uh, should the stock market go down, uh, anything up to 15%. So uh, you invest in a a buffered ETF uh, using the S&P 500 index. The option says uh, we're going to purchase an option that protects against losses down to minus 15% over the next 12 months. They, in the case that we're uh, discussing, it's a 12-month maturity, very short term. And uh, if the stock market goes up, there is a limit to how much profit that we can make. The current limit is something north of 12%. So let's use 12% on the upside, uh, 15% on the downside. Um, so if the uh, over the 12-month period... Uh, the market goes down five. Uh, your only uh, decline will be the expenses in the uh, fund itself. So m- maybe 1%, 1.5%. So market goes down five. You're only down one, one5 Market goes down 15. You're only down one, one5 Market goes down 17. You're down two. Okay. Market goes up five. You're up five. Market goes up 10, you're up 10. Market goes up 20, you're up 10, 12. Let's say 12 is the limit. Market goes up 20, you're up 12. You're limited on the upside. you got protection on the downside. Structured notes uh, can be complicated. There's no question about it. And it does take some real commitment uh, on the part of both the advisor and the investor uh, to ensure that either they understand the complications and, and it fits them, or they insist on using structured notes that are less complicated. And for a lot of you right now, you're going, <clears throat> is, is, is somebody gonna ask him what a structured note is? Because I haven't, I haven't actually heard about that. So let's talk about that for a second. Let's talk about the general concept of a structured note. It is a security issued by a bank hence the note portion, it is structured in that the um, return that you may get is structured around, uh, in the example we're using, the S&P 500. So it is very possible um, that you can have a structured note that's quite simple and in many cases very similar to uh, what we just discussed with buffered ETFs you could have a structured note that would be virtually identical to the buffered ETF, a 12 month maturity protection down to minus 15, uh, upper, uh, limits, uh, around 12. You could have one that's virtually identical issued by, uh, this gentleman mentioned JP Morgan chase. Uh, you, you could have one that, that does exactly that. Uh, or you can customize. And that's the major difference between buffered ETFs and structured notes. Uh, buffered ETFs come in certain flavors. You take them off the shelf, you sniff them, you do the scratch and sniff. Ooh, what's the lottery up to 1.6 billion. Yeah. I may not be here next week. <laughs> I'll be here. Come on. Don't be serious. Um, You take it off the shelf, it kind of fits, Eh, maybe not quite, then you put it back. A structured note says, wait a second, Um, what part of that did you not like? Well, I think the stock market risk is much greater. I think it could go down 30% next year. So we create a structured note that has 30% protection. It will... Further limit your upside. Your upside might only be eight or nine percent, but if the market goes down up to thirty percent, you're not down. There are structured notes that do exactly that. There are structured notes that provide ongoing income and um, a kind of a wait and see. How how is your principal affected? Hey, we'll give you a 5.75% income per year for the next two years. We'll give uh, you 20% downside protection on your principal. But if the market goes down more than 20, the end of two years, you might be, you might be in negative numbers or it might be higher. So you can get income, you can get growth, you can get both. So yes, uh, structured notes can be challenging. They can be, um, uh, complex uh, and should be approached uh, with a, uh, uh, an, a, an attitude that says, I need to learn first. I need to take the time first uh, to ensure that what you're looking at uh, fits you. Uh, in um, conjunction with all of that, uh, you need to be working with a financial advisor that is experienced in these areas and one that you trust understands what your financial objectives are so that whatever um, structured note uh, pattern, whatever structured note platform uh, he or she offers you um, fits um, most comfortably for your objectives um, as well. Again, when you have tons and tons and tons of options, it's really important to use as the litmus test, what's best for you. Don't be um, distracted by all the smoke and dust in the air. Pick out, stay focused. What direction takes you where you want to go and evaluate every investment option based on, does it help you get where you want to go um, better, faster, cleaner, easier or not? And if the answer is, or not, then, uh, the, uh, Your next step is next. Move it along. Nothing more to be seen here. Come on, buddy. Come on, fella. 610-720-7900. Okay. My mother recently passed away and most of her assets are in a trust where I am the sole trustee. The trust holds some long held securities that, had we sold when she was alive, would have meant some very large capital gains. Now that she has passed, and now that I have, oh, now that she has passed, and now I have some concerns that the securities may drop in value, can I sell them in the trust? And the trust would only be responsible for the gain or loss from the time of her death to the sale. Also, I'm currently a PA resident, but I've been planning to move to California due to probate. My mom lived in Massachusetts. Uh, We have been advised not to disperse any funds, even her specified charity donations, uh, let alone uh, disbursements to my siblings and me until probate is resolved. So I will likely not receive any inheritance money until sometime next year when I am a resident of California. Would I still need to pay Pennsylvania inheritance tax for funds not allowed to be released to me until after I was no longer a PA resident? Thanks. Love the show. Love you. Thank you. Um, At the risk of sounding like flat out a broken record, trusted, experienced estate advisor is where you must start and one that is experienced in Massachusetts estate law. The issue of settling estates is not driven by the residency of the beneficiaries. It is driven by the residency of the decedent, in this case, his mom. And she was a resident of Massachusetts. So having a um, concern over being a Pennsylvania resident or a California resident is easily resolved because it doesn't matter. It simply doesn't matter. Now, um, will this individual be able to sell these stocks with large capital gains and pay little or no tax The answer is, it depends. If the trust that he is now the sole trustee of was a revocable trust, uh, in essence, in spite of... Yeah, I'm hearing the same thing. In spite of um, the existence of the trust, they were technically, legally, effectively still moms. Then it is my assumption... A strong assumption. I hope Alyssa is listening. She'll double check this one too. Uh, that yes, uh, the uh, stepped-up basis uh, applies to the assets in the trust. If, on the other hand, uh, these assets were transferred into the trust and a an irrevocable trust, uh, and the trust is now the owner, and the trust is still the owner, then the trust selling assets that it owns with a low cost basis. Yeah. will be subject to capital gains on the profits. You need an attorney. You need an attorney. Uh, you have been told, um, yeah, you, you have been advised not to disperse any monies whatsoever until uh, probate is resolved. I, I'm not clear about that at all. Um, we have a very good friend. I've known him for 30-plus years who lost an uncle uh, who passed in Massachusetts. That estate was not complete for seven years. Uh, we have a very dear friend, wonderful lady, terrific family, terrific son, um, part of a family where one of the uh, individuals passed away in Atlanta, more than a decade ago, still not resolved, not completely resolved. Now, in her case, uh, disbursements, sure. They made lots of disbursements, still not completely resolved. So I'm not sure who's giving you the advice. I'm not sure that you can um, comfortably simply go, oh, okay, I guess that's the answer. Uh, Without a doubt in my mind, you need a second opinion. And you need a second opinion from an attorney who is, Uh, licensed in the state of Massachusetts. Every state has estate laws that are different. Um, Simply stating that there can be no disbursements until um, uh, the estate has been uh, probated, hmm, that doesn't sound right to me. Uh, I would look carefully also at the trust document. You've got to know, was it a revocable or an irrevocable? Uh, If you are the sole trustee, these are your responsibilities and uh, you would be well advised to spend some of the estate assets on legal representation to tell you, um, give you opinions that you trust. You and your siblings and the charities involved uh, deserve nothing less. So I wish I had much more specific answers. Uh, The issue of your residency is irrelevant. So while that was a large part of this, that absolutely does not uh, come into play. The real question is the capital gains treatment, and that's where you need your attorney. 610-720-7900, Gene at AskMTM.com, MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. Uh Let me see. Uh, Gentleman has two Social Security checks uh, cut uh, on the 3rd of November. One shows up in the checking account, but one does not. The account shows the first check, but not the second. Uh, Social Security account labels the checks as one-time payments. I don't know what these checks are for. I normally receive my Social Security uh, checks the third Wednesday of the month. I'm afraid to spend these checks as they may be in error. How do I find out? what these checks are for. Good question. Uh, I would suggest uh, that you contact our office Monday morning. Uh, I will give you that contact information here shortly. Uh, Ask uh, to be connected to Mark Basak, and perhaps he can explain that to you. Uh, One-time checks from Social Security. Um, Wouldn't that be lovely if you found out you had a few extra thousand bucks in your pocket? Wouldn't that be great? Christmas is coming up. And, uh, you know, uh, December 3rd's coming up. Children's Home of Easton's coming up. You might want to share the wealth. There. I'm just saying. Ah, you got to find out first. Um, likely, uh, everything is, is uh, copacetic, but uh, make sure that for your peace of mind that you call. Um, I usually wait till the end of the show, but we'll do that now. 610-746-7007, 610 610- seven, four, six, seven, zero, zero, seven. Um, and, um, just ask to be connected with, uh, Mark Basak and whether you do that, uh, in person by phone, by email, that's certainly up to you. Um, but I think Mark will be able to help direct you to the correct answer. And as, uh, uh what do they say? Uh, um, if, if you've been burned in the past, I got burned on a uh, Social Security answer last week. I'm not making that same mistake twice. Well, at least not twice in a row. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. 720 7900 Gene at AskMTM.com. Um, young lady writes, you rock. Woo! Nice. Look at me. I got that going for me now. Uh, hear that, guys? Huh? yeah, huh? yeah. Huh? Uh, young lady says I was born in 1958. As long as I am mentally and physically able, I plan to work until I am 70, seven years from now. And that will give me uh, the maximum social security. Quite right. I have a regular IRA with a portfolio that's a hundred percent in an annuity. The surrender date is July 24th, 2025. So it's two years away. It's five years before she plans to retire question is, once I meet my surrender date, can I reinvest and change my portfolio? Oh, very good question. Annuities are uh, interesting uh, investment platforms and they have some uh, wrinkles to them that often cause people concern, particularly when they're involved with IRAs. Because annuities have some uh, benefits that you might wish to have in your IRA, and they have some benefits that you normally would not put in your IRA. So I'm going to circle back to that, but I'm going to answer this young lady's question first. When your annuity matures, typically what that would mean is that you now have 100% access to those funds without any penalty. Uh, prior to maturity, it is most common that annuities have what are called surrender charges, early withdrawal uh, penalty charges. The names are different, but the impacts are pretty straightforward. If it's a 10year annuity would not be unusual that if you surrendered in the first year, you would lose 10% to a penalty and the second year 9%, the last year 1%, and then finally when it matures zero. So what this means is when this maturity occurs in 2025, you're going to have a number of options that are penalty-free, will not be costly, excessively costly to you. One option would be leave it right where it is. If you're happy with the annuity, if they're providing you with the service and the returns that you appreciate, you can say to them, I would like to renew it and change uh, the number of years. At that point, you're going to be five years away. You would want to change that to a five-year maturity. That's an option. Another option is to exchange from that annuity into a different annuity. Annuities have changed a lot over the years. There are tons of options, tons of flavors. You may find that there's another annuity flavor or another annuity company that better fits your needs, and you can exchange from one to the other. Another option would be to say, I don't, now that I understand the pros and cons, I don't want to be in an annuity at all. At maturity, you can decide to take the funds from the annuity without penalty, roll them into an independent IRA, and then invest it however you see fit, whether it be in stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, structured notes, brokered CDs, uh, et et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, or all of the above. So you've got a fair number of options. You've got a fair amount of time to explore those options. And if uh, you are so inclined to explore options, now's a good time to start. You've got no pressure. You've got plenty of time to go. uh, What? Almost three years. uh, And, uh, you may find out in that discussion that your options are a little more expansive than even I've described to you. And you may also find out that even though your maturity date appears to be 2025, it may be earlier than that. There may be some advantages to coming or going. You need to explore those. So very, very good question. Indeed. I should tell you that regulators, um, Um, SEC, FINRA, etc., Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities are always concerned when they see IRAs holding annuities because there are reasons why that can be problematic. There are also reasons why it might be appropriate. So asking all of those questions, really good idea. We have a couple minutes left in this edition of More Than Money. Please remember to set your clocks back. Please remember to vote on uh, Tuesday. Please remember to uh, think good thoughts about the Phillies for the next couple of nights. And uh, hopefully they come back from Houston with a world series title. And uh, think good thoughts about all of uh, our more than money family, Alyssa Young and her family, Diane and Sue, who are traveling today for safe travels. Uh, keep them in your thoughts and prayers. That's always appreciated. If you have questions that you would see benefit from having a second opinion meeting with a more than money advisor, And that's where we start with a lot of our prospective clients. All you have to do is ask. Uh, Send me an email, gene at askmtm.com, G-E-N-E at askmtm.com. Go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, morethanmoneyonline.com, and go old school. Call us, 610-746-7007, 610-746-7007. Folks, thanks for spending part of your Saturday with me. We'll see you next week on More Than Money.